Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Okay, with that, let's kick off this week with some important dates. July 4th, 1776 is when the United States declared independence from Britain. On July 20th, 1969, humans landed on the moon. And on November 9th, 1989, the Berlin Wall finally came down. Now, will we look back on June 29th, 2007 as one of those watershed dates? Only time will tell, but that date, the day the first iPhone came out, certainly changed our psyches forever. Now, everything from studies to magazine articles and just general cultural rumblings tells us that technology is making us more anxious. So for instance, a new study in the journal Emotion of over 1 million American high school students found that teens who spend more time on screens and less time on non-screen activities like face-to-face socializing, exercise, or homework were psychologically worse off. And what's more, the study found that when kids reported a shift to more screen-based activities, a decline in happiness followed, implying a cause-and-effect relationship. But how exactly does this happen? What is the nitty-gritty of technology leading to anxiety? Well, with the caveat that these are my professional speculations, not the results of some more official research, here are five big reasons. Reason number one, technology insulates us from small uncertainties but leaves us vulnerable to the biggies. Uncertainty is the root of anxiety. Like, what's going to happen? What do they think of me? What if this goes badly? And in some ways, technology takes away uncertainty. Smartphones allow us to control our world and our consumption like never before. We can stay immersed in a controlled world of our own choosing for long stretches. We can be guided by Google Maps, check out reviews to preview activities, products, or destinations, look at menus ahead of time, or click to see exactly who's on the invitation guest list. But as a result, we log less time and less practice navigating an uncertain world. Now you'd think that taking away uncertainty would make us less anxious. But what's happened is that instead, technology has taken away how much experience we gain in handling uncertainty. Simultaneously, the world has become more uncertain for the big things, like forging a career and finding love. For instance, secure employment is quickly becoming a thing of the past in the new gig economy. And the zillions of options available on online dating services make us anxious about whether or not we've truly found the one, or if there's a better match, a swipe away. Therefore, combine a lack of experience dealing with small uncertainties 
with an expansion of the big uncertainties, and it's no wonder we feel anxious. Reason number two, technology allows us to avoid people, and more importantly, the negative emotions that go with people. So technology makes our lives easier and more convenient. But the other side of that coin is that technology allows us to avoid people. For instance, I saw an ad on the subway for a food delivery service, and it said, satisfy your craving for zero human contact. Now, we all have moments of people hating, many of them probably totally justified. But when people avoidance becomes a default, we end up with a dearth of experience. Therefore, one, we don't have as much information about what is likely to happen. So we inevitably think things will turn out worse than they actually do. And two, when we avoid people, our confidence is shaky. We're not sure how to handle things, not sure that we're capable. And that, in turn, makes us avoid people more. But it's not just avoiding people, it's avoiding the uncomfortable emotions that come with interacting with people. Awkwardness, anxiety, boredom, self-consciousness. Practices like ghosting are the result of emotion avoidance. But all the negative emotion we forego ends up dumped on other people, which doesn't feel good and isn't what we intended. Reason number three, on-screen communication is really different from face-to-face communication. Okay, I am dating myself here, but remember when email first became popular? Experts in the early 1990s predicted we'd all be sipping Mai Tais on a beach with the time we saved using this new thing called electronic mail. But what's happened in practice is that all the methods of communicating via a screen, like email, texting, and posting to social media, actually buys us time. And here is what I mean. On-screen communication allows time to compose, edit, and perfect. Whereas face-to-face communication, or even calling someone, that thing in our pockets is called a phone after all, happens in real time. So again, it's additive. When we're accustomed to taking our time to think of exactly what we want to say, it's much harder to do it face-to-face and on the fly. And of course, when there's less face-to-face experience to draw on, we stay shaky and uncertain, which in turn makes us anxious. Okay, so now on with how tech drives anxiety with reason number four. Social media is judgment in public. No matter the platform, likes and followers are enumerated, and everyone can see the comments. So public adoration, or public shaming, happens in front of everyone. And for teens and young adults still figuring out their identity and moral compass, managing social media can feel like a social crisis. Now, social anxiety is a fear of being revealed and judged as somehow deficient, and social media pushes all those buttons perfectly. For many of us, the ability to curate and control what goes out on social media reduces our anxiety in the short term. But long term, all the impression management that goes into curation and filtering can make us feel like any approval we get is more for our brand and less for us as an authentic human. And the result? The gap between what we project and who we actually are increases, thereby also increasing our anxiety about being revealed. And finally, 
Reason number five why technology drives anxiety is the compare and despair phenomenon. By now, we all know that social media is the highlight reel and that no one posts about not being able to afford the electric bill this month or getting reamed out by the boss. We know that the endless parade of pictures of tropical vacations and perfect families is a carefully curated show. But it is hard not to compare and end up feeling inadequate or defective, which again is the heart of social anxiety. To wrap it all up, Just like Homer Simpson says of beer, technology may be both the cause and solution to all of life's problems. Social media really does bring us together, but at the same time can tear us apart inside. Smartphones make our lives more certain, convenient, and entertaining, but then we lose out on learning how to cope with uncertainty, inconvenience, and boredom. The solution? Remember the saying about the mind being a wonderful servant, but a terrible master? Same goes for technology. And somewhat ironically, there are some great apps available to treat social anxiety. And according to the research, they work. So don't toss your smartphone, but make room for people. With technology, some is vital, but too much, and it can take over your life, just like carbs, money, or Tupperware. Okay, not that last one. Just me? Anyone? Well, anyway, the tide is turning. People are craving real connection. So make room for face-to-face conversation. For instance, rather than automatically emailing your coworker in the next room, walk over and talk. In addition to using technology for all the good it provides, make sure you're still interacting with your fellow humans. The date the iPhone debuted into our lives will still be a watershed date, but it may not be one that will live in infamy. Thank you so much for making The Savvy Psychologist a part of your life. To get the pre-order bonuses of the companion workbook, Resilience eBook, and an entry to win the Joyable app, 10% Happier app, and five introvert-friendly books, pre-order How to Be Yourself and forward your receipt to preorder at ellenhendrickson.com. And I know from experience that Hendrickson is really hard to spell, so it's H-E-N- D-R-I-K-S-E-N. And that's pre-order at ellenhendrickson.com. As always, The Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Next week, we will cover what you can do in moments when you are feeling insecure, aside from drawing the shades and binging on Netflix. So I will see you here next Friday for a happier, healthier mind.